you're listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. Hey, hey, night shifters. Earthling. Hello, hello. How uh, goes it? Yeah, I'm going crazy today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! And there's Reese. I see your little calm sparkle book in the back. I see. No, they're doing a um rehearsal. They just decided last night while we were at your house. Decided to call a rehearsal for today, as you know, and uh. Not all of them have their manuscripts, so I was making sure the manuscripts are ready. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, Reese. Hello. There's Isha. All right. You know Kwame Fuss, and you know how he is, CA. <laughs> we two minutes late. <laughs> all right. Let me go ahead and bring in so we can get uh, done. I have a glare. Hello, y'all. Hey. Uh, it might be the window over your shoulder a little bit. Yeah. Kingston. <laughs> Will you come close this window for me? Uh, I'm here, y'all. I had to speak to the kitchen because I need to be drinking. Like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, music off. Okay, I think that's better. Yeah. Oh, now it's lift it up just a little bit, Kingston. Just a little. Trying to get the lighting right. Oh, you know what? Turn this light on over me. No, keep that down and turn this light on over me. Let me see how that looks. Yeah. I don't like this camera angle. Yeah. Somebody let Shannon in. Hey, CA. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Trying to get this lighting right now. I see you working. Work the angles, girl. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I got a million things going on. Oh, so, Reese. What's up, CA? How you doing? I'm doing swell. How are you doing? I'm all right. I think this white t-shirt thing is going to become your thing. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> all right. At home chilling mode. I'm not digging this angle of this camera, but it's going to have to do for right now. Hey, night shifters. We are here today for another fabulous episode of Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends. Everybody's here. Isha, I'm loving the hair. Thanks. <laughs> beautiful. Hey, Reese. Hey. CA, look like your locks grew since last week. Uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> little hang time. Little hang, hang time. Right. Tonight, we will be discussing Ghana tourism. This will be our last um, visit to Africa on the CAD podcast. Uh, last week, we did the masseuse thing. Now, we're going to talk about tourism. And then we will do our usual because I want to talk to my crew. I want to ask y'all about booze news. I miss booze news. Yes. (laughs) I want to do that again. I'm ready for that. So let's see here. Get our guest incorporated. Here he comes. We'll bring him in and we'll be professional for a minute. Just a hot minute. Just a hot minute. And then we'll be us. Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> no doubt. So let's see if, and I doubt it, but let's see if Reese will change her mind about visiting Africa after this conversation. <laughs> yes. Come considering going anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Well, we have um, been working on locking in next year. We're going July 17th, the same dates as last time, July 17th to the 24th, I believe, of 2024. Yeah. I'm going this time. I will be okay. there. I hear you. Kwame, can you hear us okay? Yes, I can hear you. Kwame. <laughs> hi. Well, hi, hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Well, you already know CA and I because we had the pleasure of having you as our tour guide last July as we toured Ghana in all of its fabulosity, even though the driver almost killed us, but that's okay. That's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Also, as part of our podcast is Auntie Isha. You want to wave so we see? Yeah. Hello. Miss Reese. Hi, Kwame. Hi, everybody. So, Kwame, when uh, we were on the tour bus last July, um, you and I did a little bit of recording and you explained to us about the different hairstyles with the girls that go to school and why they cut their hair and some of the other traditions that come along with our culture that we are that we are familiarizing ourselves with. So you have already been on the Coaching After Dark podcast, but no one's seen your face until now. <laughs> yes, that's, that's very true. So I guess everyone can see my face and I formally can give a wave to everybody. Oh. Yes. Hi, hi, <laughs> hi, everybody. Akwaba. <laughs> Medase. And those are the only two words I know. Certainly, <laughs> right, right, right. you 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 did you did very well, and then you used it at a right and appropriate time. Kudos. <laughs> so something interesting, Isha and Risi, is uh, when Kwame and I first met in person. Um, he explained to me that our English is different from their English. So although, of course, it's basically the same words, we use them in different contexts. So um, they consider our English to be American English, and they speak what's called the Queen's English. Queen's English. Right. <laughs> yeah. So some of our sayings got lost in translation. <laughs> yeah. Translation. Which is so funny to me, because um, in America, African-Americans, we are, our language is called Ebonics, as if they speak proper English, and they do not. Yeah. I was with a colleague yeah. this weekend, and the, there was a younger person with us, and they were asking all these questions, because he's from um, England. Mm -hmm. And so he goes, well, why do you say this? And why do you say that? He said, because I speak proper English. He said, what are you speaking, American? <laughs> so, <laughs> no. He said, you should be speaking English, too. There's no such thing as American. So, yeah, it's but very true. There is, I guess, uh, in every across the globe, there's American English, but here in America, everyone else is wrong. <laughs> everyone, Isha, you would have loved. I'm gonna mention this, and then we'll jump into talking to Kwame. When we were in um, Ghana traveling, we saw huge mountains of crystals. <gasps> yes. Calm down. Can you tell her a little bus. bit about that? Kwame, you want to tell her a little bit about the crystals that are mined there? Yes. So um, most part, most part of the African continent are very rocky. And then, you know, in these um, rocks, you get these uh, natural endowed minerals like the golds, the diamonds and some crystals, just as um, Coach Kim just uh, mentioned. So uh, it was while we were driving, uh, driving along the road from Accra, entering Cape Coast, I believe, that was where we um, got to drive alongside some quarries where you got to see those uh, limestones, specifically the limestones that were being quarried from the site into the mainlands for mostly constructional purposes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so these are some, some, some amazing things you find when you're driving, when you're driving alongside um, the um, countryside, getting into the smaller towns and villages from the main city of Accra, yeah. Wow, yeah. Just imagine that, just glistening. Just okay. So let let's be professional for a little bit, just for a teeny tiny bit. Okay. Sure. Tell us about your company. 
Thank you, Kim. My company is Global Virgin, and Global Virgin is specialized in facilitating business travels, individual personal travels, as well as group travels. And also, our most perfect niche is the cultural immersion package. When I say cultural immersion, cultural immersion is um, the opportunity where diasporians get to familiarize themselves with the culture of their native roots, which they have not been introduced to for some years. And then they get to align themselves with the um, commutants of the community, get to know their everyday life. And it's such a wonderful um, experience that uh, I wish every diaspora would have to experience and then share that strong bond between the African continent and then out to the some other lands. Awesome. Now, when we were so down- So Global Virgin. Oh, so no, that's what- Sorry, I, don't, I didn't mean to cut. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that's a brief summary of what Global Virgin does. Aside that, we also facilitate domestic tours and international tours as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, when we were down there before, you were with um, a different company, which gave you lots of experience in dealing with all kinds of clients, including challenging ones like us, the Sika Us Travel Group. <laughs> <laughs> I think every button that can be pushed, we, we pushed it. What does this button do? <laughs> I wonder what Kwame would do if I say this. <laughs> and I have to say that throughout it all, throughout the entire experience, uh, Kwame remained the ultimate professional, which I think you, uh, you guys also picked up on when we were speaking with um, Daewoo last week. Yes. Like, no matter what, there's a positive spin and it remains professional. The respect is always there. The trust is always there. So we had a good time. But I do want to tell you a little bit about Kwame's protective side as well. But first, Kwame, if you can explain to us. And, and first, okay, Kwame asked for a list of questions. And y'all know how we do. We don't go off of a list of questions. <laughs> so I did send him some. So Kwame, this question was not on your list. But... <laughs> If you can explain to us, I'm, I'm going to refer back to the incident where um, Keisha got with some friends and they hopped an Uber and they left the resort and went somewhere. And you were telling us that ultimately you're responsible for whomever is under your care while they're in Ghana. Can you explain a little bit about that and how that works when um, the, the how, what is the diaspora, when we come over there, yeah. how does that work that you're responsible? What happens? How, how does that all that work? Yep. So as a travel agent and um, booking a client to a destination which the client has never been before, security is one thing that comes to mind and it's very keen during our operations. So remember, um, on that same incident, I was like, no, I'm not going to allow this. I need them back because mm -hmm. anything that's going to happen would be on my record. Yes. So whenever you leave your um, homeland to a different land on the concept of tour. All tours, all tours um, entities in here are licensed, except the unlicensed ones who wouldn't go by through the um, key diligence regulations of mm -hmm. executing your, 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 your duty. So for me, security is one thing that I stand by. I ensure anywhere that my client goes, my eye follows anything that a client touches, eats, drinks, I know. So at that point in time, if there should be any uncertainty, I would be able to account and then render account appropriately as it just happened. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible. Yeah, we can attest to that. And last week, not about two weeks ago, Risa, you were talking about the swag. There's a certain swag within our culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we witnessed that firsthand there. Kwame, as you can see, he's, he seems very meek and mild and very polite, like here in the States would translate as possibly a beta male, someone you could run over. 
No, ma'am. <laughs> Kwame has a thousand percent of all of that swag. It's in his walk. It's in the way he commands respect when he enters the room. And it's a quiet command. It's not like he has to be loud or boisterous or anything. He just walks in and he's just like, and we all showed up like, Kwame, <laughs> <laughs> so there is a certain swag when we go over there that we don't really see that all of our men seem to have inherited here and realize that that is part of their inheritance as well. So, yeah. I think they have it here, but I think they play. don't tap into it appropriately. And I'm going to use a pop culture reference. So um, what was it? Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Remember he was teaching the prince how to walk. You know, there's a certain regal gate to someone who's born in that authority. Mm-hmm. And instead, got kids walking around with their pants down, grown men walking around with their pants down, and that is not the authority in which you were born to walk in. So, right, right on. Yep. So, Kwame, why should we choose Global Virgin to tour with? Perfect question. Why you should choose Global Virgin? Global Virgin has always been a destination expert. We always take in the time to research about the destinations that our clients wish and would desire to visit. If we have the goal to power to tell you, hey, no, why not choose a different destination? We will, just because security is very, very keen to us in terms of our operations. And Global Virgin is one agency that we are so customer-centric. We understand our customers, and then we always do our best to provide the services based on the preferences of the customer. We believe um, every customer has his or her way of getting things delivered, and that's what we always look out to deliver in perfection. Yes, so there's some reasons why you should choose Global Virgin amongst the lot of agencies on the market. Got it. Um, so what is your favorite part about working in tourism? My favorite part is meeting new people, getting to understand diverse cultures and tourists. Yes, working in the travel industry has taught me a lot on when it comes to tourists, how to tourist people and relate with people. Mm-hmm. It has really helped me. Yeah. So what do we teach you, the Sick of Us Travel Group? Patience. Everything. We taught them patience. <laughs> Everything. I, 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 learned, I learned how to um, attend to calm and very, 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 um, 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 sure. I want a specific word to use because I'm making reference to the man in the house, CA. He comes so very relaxed, so very calm and commanding as well so so if you have such a client working with you'd have to i mean calm down get to understand him and then deliver to his perfection someone like kim oh lord getting getting things done on time i noticed there was a time i delayed uh, i delayed and then you were like no you, you you didn't like you didn't like that instant but i like the way you addressed it to me so calm and so like you need to get this thing corrected the next day <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot i learned from the sick of a struggle group and i'm very much pleased and hoping to work with you guys again oh you know you are we're, we're already planning <laughs> this time katrina will be in charge though because you know i i can't take all the stress and <laughs> I, I understand i understand i understand and and one thing one thing no no forgetting kim is one push of me starting my agency oh yeah she, cool. she, she's kim 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 has played a major role she made she made certain powerful comments talking to my soul she, she was like Kwame, you have the capacity you can do things for yourself mm-hmm. get it done yeah. And I'm 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 happy. I'm happy to accept the challenge you threw at me. And I'll use this medium to say thank you very much and God bless you. Oh, you're, you're the heart. Mommy's the heart. He was working for a company that was very um uh not really 
savvy with customer service. Uh, but Kwame was the heart. Like, I promise you, if Kwame wouldn't have been there, oh, they would have <laughs> saw a different Kim. <laughs> they already saw Kim, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they would have saw the whole KDLP. <laughs> I'm like, Kwame, you are the heart, you're the glue. The only reason I'm still sitting here right now. Yeah. yeah. Kwame, I is the, Kwame is the Chick fil A of tourism. Hey, yeah. I love that. Uh, I love it. Yes. Yeah. I like that comment. <laughs> yep. Any questions, you guys? I just want to say I appreciate you, man. It's good to see your face. And uh we definitely had a good time. Uh you were awesome. And uh it was more than like tourism. It was like hospitality, like going into a, a cousin's house or whatever, the way you took us around and, and showed us what was going on and um had a good time man i appreciate the filmography you know at the end you know them, them few reps and sets i got in man i appreciate that appreciate that <laughs> but i as you post you know but uh i had a good time man it's definitely good to see you man thank you ca thank yes. you very much and well, i do we... have a question um Kwame, can you tell us about some of the excursions um, that are available when we um, travel over to Africa? So they are, Specifically they are, in your area? Specifically in my area, you can do cultural tourism. Cultural tourism by getting to know certain um, historical stories and how and where they happened. And then you can do safaris. You can visit the um, smaller zoos. You can visit the reserves. You can you, you can do a whole lot when it comes to leisure, the different forms of leisure, enjoying night lives in Accra, night lives in some major cities in the African country, uh, so the African continent. There, there are so there are so many thousand and a whole lot of things you can do. But the one thing I recall, I'll always recommend to a first timer is the cultural immersion. Mm -hmm. Get sink into the community get to understand the community and get to live right within the community. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm, I don't know, Kwame, that all sounds nice, but I need to know that I can have a luxury African vacation. <laughs> said, you oh, can Lord. have, you, you can, you can have more than that. You can have more than that. Okay. You can have more than that. Now, now there are, there are, there are, there are cities in, 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 in Africa that, are published in the CNN, the BBC Big Times as um, multi-international cities where you can find diverse of people in there. So Africa and most places in Africa is developing on a higher rate. You can live in Africa just like you live in the West. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, I might be uh, softening my and let's not forget when it comes to the top-notch hotels hotel brands that you always see in the states when you come to ghana specifically you'd see dozens of the same hotel brands offering high world-class standard services Okay. Nice. My husband scared me, Kwame, like years ago. He went to Africa and he told me all these horror stories. Then he goes, Well, do you want to go? I said, Oh no. So I stayed home, but he went. Oh, that was a plot. It was with his whole lot of work friends. And I was like, I don't want to go. And then when he told me some of the things, I was like, mm. but they also what, went what, to what, South what, Africa. What were what, what what were some of the things he told you? He said. One, there was no bathroom. I had to go to the bathroom in the hole in the ground. <laughs> How long ago was this, though? Yeah. Yes. yes. That's yeah. A question. So wait a minute. This might have been like eight years ago, nine years ago. Eight he years. said I would have to. Um, he just didn't want you to go. I was outside. <laughs> he just didn't want you to go, Reese. Mm -mm -mm. And then that, he came that, back with that. all these nice pictures at the safari with the lion. And I was like, hmm. Where was the hole in the ground bathroom? 
that's one thing. That's one thing I, I hope people would turn away from. People would stop telling the ugly side of Africa because every part of the world has got an ugly side. Let's yes. keep promoting the perfect, wonderful side of Africa and then it would be home for all of us. Yep, I agree. I'll be there in 2024. I'll be. Amen. Pame, <laughs> do you want to tell them a little bit about what you're thinking about planning for us in 2024? So 2024, the Sick of Us group chose a Sick of Us destination. <laughs> They're going to Lagos, 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 Lagos. That is the real hustle land in Africa. That is the states of Africa, we call it. <laughs> the United <laughs> States of Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So um coming 2024, the sick of us group. Mm -hmm. I mean the coach Kim and friends group will be visiting Lagos. And then it's a surprise somewhere on the Victoria Islands, in the main capital city. Love it. And um <laughs> there's so many things that is going to happen so many things that i'm putting in place i would like to keep you guys on suspense for now that's fine <laughs> i love yes for now i love surprises now. yeah this is one of the good things about having an, a travel agent and a tourist uh, expert that knows us because i know that all i have to do is say Kwame, these are the dates we're going to be there. And I can trust that you already know me. You know what I like. You know where I will and won't stay, where I will and won't go, what I will and won't eat. And, you know, just give us a payment plan. We'll start paying. And I, I don't tell me. I'll be surprised. I'm good with that. <laughs> because only because I trust him. You know, I couldn't do that with anybody else. But with Kwame, right. he knows us, you know. So, no yeah. doubt. Nice. Each and thank behind you. In thank our you for the yet. trust. Exactly. What? Are Isha and I behind in our payments? We just want to know. Are we like? <laughs> yeah, they behind. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, nope. all right. You, you, <laughs> nope, you're not. You, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're so not. So I do want to put this out <clears throat> for Global Virgin. Um, we will definitely post the website and the contact information. And if you want to book with Kwame, it's just a $100 registration fee. Now, keep in mind, guys, that is non-refundable. That is to pay Kwame for his time and talent to research and, and look at what uh, particular things you would like to do. So that is the travel agency fee. That has nothing to do with the travel fee. So just $100 gets everything started. Um, and then, you know, Kwame will get in touch and go from there and find out what you like, what you don't like, send you out a whole wish list you get to pick from. It's like, it's wonderful. The whole, exactly. the whole planning process is fun. So just putting that out there, everybody, just $100 to get started with Global Virgin. And Mr. Kwame will take really good care of you and teach you a lot of things. We learned so much, so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, Coach Kim. Oh, of course, no problem. But while we do have you here, do you want to go ahead and tell us how they can get in touch with you, your social media, your WhatsApp number? Yes, so you can reach Global Virgin via TikTok. You just key in Global Virgin 026. And then on Instagram, it's Global Virgin. I have a page on Facebook, also Global Virgin. And my email is Global virgin026 at gmail.com i have a whatsapp number 24 7 whatsapp contact that is plus two three three two four two three six two seven zero six once you drop your text we'll be good to respond wonderful and we'll make sure that's posted on the screen when this airs well Kwame, do you Thank have any you. questions for, for us before we let you go Questions, 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 questions. How prepared are you all for 2024? Oh, I'm ready now. Yeah, I'm ready now. <laughs> you see my face? I didn't even know it was happening, and I'm ready. <laughs> I ain't ready. I'm just going, because everybody's going. <laughs> I'm very much ready as well to service you all. <laughs> yeah yeah we're ready i just got to finish you know filming this this tv show and then filming isha's tv show and then we will be on that plane <laughs> yes 
Can somebody Cheryl. give me some Xanax? I don't know. Man, you need no Xanax. Lisa, we gonna leave you at home. Fine. We can't. <laughs> you have so much fun. I y'all just have to get me there. I I, I just can't wait. I just can't wait to see you all and get sick of you again. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. Well, y'all right, gotta leave. Y'all gotta get the hell up out of here. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kwame, you have a great night. Thank you for taking time out with us. And I'm sure we will chat again as we get closer to the trip so that we can let other viewers know everything that you're planning. I won't listen because I want to be surprised. <laughs> But just to let them know the types of Thank you very much for your time, Coach Kim. You're welcome. Have a great night. Thank you very much, Coach Kim. Thanks, Kwame. Have a great Kwame. evening Thank as you. well. <laughs> Bye, all. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> well, Reese, what do you think? Well, I love y'all. That's all I'm going to say. I love y'all. <laughs> and we're going to go to Africa. <laughs> Reese, I can't do it without you. I believe it when I see you. Arm in arm. Well, CA and I going, whether y'all go or not. So hold it down. Right. Well, technically, I've just been texting my other half, and I was like, so we don't have anything in the summer yet. So it seems like it might be a thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad it's Legos too, because these cats, let me tell you, these cats last year talking about. Let's go on a safari. We can look at the giraffes and the lot. Like, so, let's go to Legos. Let's go to Legos. Get it popping. You yes. know what I'm saying? And they like, mm, they kept, they kept. Oh, look, first of all, it was only two dudes. Me, me and uh, me and Cool. Everybody else women. So they, I feel like they were just ignoring my plea to go to Legos. <laughs> like, yeah, we hear you, man. Shut up. Anyway, about these giraffes. So I, I'm glad we came full circle. All right. Yes, it did come full. So now I'm with you. I did not want to do safari. I wanted to do Tanzania because the beaches are beautiful in Tanzania. Um, that part. That's, that's why I wanted to go to Tanzania, but I have no desire to go on a safari. I'm good. I'm, I want to go on a safari. I want to see a lion. Okay. Well, yeah, we in the car with a man with a gun. She said in the car. <laughs> Lagos is a city. It's a it's a met, what you call a metropolis city. Metropolis. <laughs> yeah, so there's yeah. there's no safari in Lagos. <laughs> but hey, Kwame does do wish list, so you tell him and he can do whatever he wants. Y'all can go do whatever you want. I'm staying in the city. I'm gonna party and eat and party some more. <laughs> oh, so the city in Nigeria. Y'all know it's gonna take us seventeen dollars to get there. Oh my word! Oh Lord, Reese, stop Reese looking at coming. that. Hey, okay. you, you go sleep, sleep on the plane. Mm -mm. As soon as that we land, it's, it's go time. <laughs> sleep, drunk, whatever you call it. Okay. Because the way the sick of us group rides out, they gonna be like, "Who invited her?" Yep. <laughs> them wheels go. Oh no, because I gotta save for the first class seat. I just had to save my money. That's all. <laughs> oh my you. goodness. Oh god. Okay, so can we can we start doing booze news again? <laughs> yes. I loved booze news. I really liked that. It was fun. It, really it was. was. I ain't got no liquor on me right now. All right, CA, what is your word of the day? Oh God. Take it away just a second. Just a second. Just a second. And Isha, you know you're up the collective reading. I'm getting it together. Word of the day. I figure it could be twofold word there. Okay. Um, the definition is to make red or warm. Uh, let me see. Uh, the way the sunlight came through the window gave her a rubescent glow, kind of warm red and glow. And for our nighttime listeners, you can use that any kind of way you want to. Uh, depends on what you went to and what you do with your hands or other instruments. You can read between the lines on that. You know what I'm saying? So I was trying to find something that can go both ways. Yeah. And so what is effervescent? No, rubescent. Oh, rubescent. Okay. I missed it. Okay, got it. That's a good word. It is. And it does go both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't have no paddle on hand, but 
uh, it's plenty of sunlight coming through, as you see. So <laughs> I know we are recording early. <laughs> we are. All right, um, Isha, what's our word for the week? Wait, before you do that, did any? What was the last week? Last week was something about reaching out to an ex. Yes, and I'm like, that don't apply to me. <laughs> and then she said, and, and then. Look, and then I was talking to Isha. I was like, you know, what, what, what was going on? My brakes. I was like, I need new brakes or whatever. So. I have to call my ex. And she was like, mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so I did. I, I did reach out to an ex after I talked all that noise about, mm, not me. I ain't calling no Not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway, oh, what's going on this week, Auntie Isha? All right. This week, hey, y'all, it's Auntie Isha. And this is the collective reading for this week. So um, it's still about partnerships. However, unlike last week where we were reaching out to exes, this week there is a little bit of friction in relationships. And this doesn't always have to be like your man or your woman. This can be business partnerships, uh, partnerships, you know, with coworkers. So any kind of partnership this week, it has an opportunity to have a little bit of friction. So just be careful. Watch what you say. Um, just know it's in the atmosphere. So if it comes your way, kind of like stay calm, don't blow up because in the end, these are really good um, relationships. So you don't want to say something you can't take back. And it's Mercury, mm. Mercury retrograde right now. So we all kind of stumbling over our words right now. So just be careful. And that's it. So watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Let me cuss the folks mouth. out. <laughs> Love it. Um, are we ready for, for our um, Reese's favorite part? Yes. Woo-hoo. She said, woo-hoo. So this week's Who Sang It the Best? Oh, oh. And now it's time for <laughs> Who Sang It the Best? That's that, that was horrible. That was my fault. I forgot. <laughs> I was so ready to jump into the song. <laughs> and right. the dog, he's like howling at us. He's like, that was I cool. heard. He said, mm-mm. Like, that ain't it. Mm. That ain't it. Y'all didn't even say it the best. Thank you, Kyle. We appreciate you. Oh, my goodness. So this week's Who Sang It the Best was Heaven, originally done by B.B. and C.C. Winan, and then redone by Anthony David and Algebra. What's her name? Algebra? Brissette. Brissette or something. Angela Brissette. And I think her stage name is Algebra. Got it. Mm. Yeah. So what did you guys think? That was a classic from back in our growing up years, our wonder years. Wonder years. It was. And I think I could go because I never go first. I always want to wait and hear what people say. Okay. So it was a one take type of song for me. And I love the Winans's. The Winans's is the bomb. The Winans's. BBNCC came out in the back in our youth and they were doing good crossover things that laid a good foundation for gospel. But I have to give my vote to Anthony David and Algebra because I felt like it was that thing we talk about with cigars and wine, it just felt like it was more full body and more soulful and more grounded in some jazz roots. So it leaned more to the R&B, true feel of R&B to me than the gospel crossover. So that is my vote. Okay. okay. All right. We back on deck, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm I just going to jump out and say I agree. At first, I was thinking, because that was one of my favorite songs back then, the BB and CC Wine and Heaven. It was just such a cute and feel-good type of song. But one, I'm a huge fan of Anthony David anyway. And when he brought in that live acoustic guitar to go along with it, it just really, like Reese said, it just added a little more of a grown-up adult feel. So... It probably took away from the whole gospel thing, which is the reason it was done in the first place. But I'm really feeling the the Anthony David vibe. So I, my vote was with them as well. Right on, right on. All right. Okay, I guess I'll go next. Go ahead, girl. Go on, girl. 
Um, so you know that week when y'all y'all hated me because I picked the Garth Brooks song. <laughs> the one with Adele that made us feel like that was a suicide song. <laughs> yeah. Well, the roles are reversed this time because who picked this boring blankety blank song? <laughs> Don't you talk about VB and CC like that? Yeah. Oh my God. So um, yeah, both of them yeah. were terrible. But if I had to pick, I'll just say this: math was my worst subject in school, so algebra did not make it at all. Algebra okay. was like, no. Who's gonna go to BB and CC because I had to pick somebody? Mm. <laughs> But it was terrible. It's boring. Terrible. Really? Oh. Come on now. Oh, man. Well, bring it home, CA. Bring it home. Bring it on home. <laughs> I agree with you, Auntie. Uh, but me and my girl back on the same page. I had to go with Anthony and Algebra. To be honest, I didn't even finish BB and CC uh, song. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, I'm not feeling it at all. And then I listened to the other song and I was like, now, see, that sounded like a song. It, it had a little soul to it. Yeah. Kind of had, like, say, it definitely wasn't gospel. You know, it had that vibe, like it could be on video soul with Donnie Simpson or something like that, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is it. This yeah. is it. <laughs> One take. <laughs> well, I guess Anthony takes it home. <laughs> Anthony takes it home. Good job, Anthony. <laughs> I want to share with y'all before I let y'all go. I went to a real grown-up dinner party last night. You did? I did. I knew where that party was. How was that party? It was it was wonderful. Let me tell you. Mrs. CA, she must have been in that kitchen all weekend. Not all day, all weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had the cute little, and hopefully, um, Mav, I know you're watching because you got to edit this. <laughs> I'm going to have to get pictures of the hors d'oeuvres and everything and have them across the bottom of oh, the screen. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, she had the little uh, mozzarella, tomato, balsamic vinegar, toothpick-looking things. Yeah. Uh, the great day, um, little. And then watermelon with blueberry caviar on top of it. Oh. It so cute. We had peach bellinis and peach limeade, if you didn't want alcohol. Um, and we had, what, vodka pasta. Oh, my gosh. It was delicious. It was good the second day, too. Yeah. <laughs> And she cooked it all. She didn't cater. Nope. Cooked it all. And beautiful. And She's a keeper. Chocolate lava cakes. Homemade. Homemade. Nice. Lava cakes. nice. Yeah. yeah. And me, I'm like, I'm just going over my cousin's house. So, you know, I just threw on a, a shirt and some jeans. I walked in barefoot, left my shoes in the <laughs> Just comfortable. That's all. Did you leave your shoes in the car? <laughs> oh, my God. Not like you haven't been here before. It's all good. <laughs> well, hang out, and she had this very lush, 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 lavish setup. It was beautiful. I felt so nice. not honoring the work that she had put into it. Nah. It was delicious too. So. Coming in there barefooted. I know. I know. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there. Do you guys have dinner parties? No. No. I go to crab balls. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to fancy restaurants, but not like a fancy dinner party at someone. No. Yeah. That was my first fancy home dinner party, too. And next time I'll do it right. If I get invited again, CA, I will you, wear shoes. You wear your shoes. I they don't invite the lady that did wear her shoes. Now, you know what? My mama would kill me, but my mom did like to do stuff like that. Oh, see. But as y'all can tell, as we're getting to know each other, I didn't take a lot of my mama traits. Mm, mm. So you know, one, go ahead. No, I was going to say, one of my aunts um, used to do that, too. They had, like, a supper club, and it was just couples they knew, and they would rotate houses and do stuff like that. Nice. See, I would like to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. When they got to my house, it'll just be takeout. I'm gonna tell y'all that now. But you know, food is food. Food is food. Yeah. So see, I don't know if you had a chance to watch um when we did girl talk and we talked about fixing plates. 
Can y'all believe I am getting the most feedback from that? Like people are really talking about, I saw your episode about fixing the place. And then they want to tell their perspective. <laughs> mm. Even my mom was like, that was really interesting what y'all said about fixing the place. <laughs> mm. but what, so I want to hear Ms. Maggie's take on fixing the place. Oh, well, you know, she was just surprised and interested to hear the other perspectives. Like I was like, you know, Ishan, you were explaining your point of view and how um, fixing plates was introduced to you as a kid, which is different than the way we view fixing plates. So she was like, you know, you just never know what, are, what other people think is the norm for them is different than the norm for you. I was like, yeah, I'm learning mm-hmm. a lot. So I love doing this show. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. So, CA, what's your view on fixing plates as a man? And like in general, like my perspective on what who should do it, or is it necessary? Um. Okay. What's your perspective on another woman fixing your plate? That's not my wife. Right. Um. um not your wife, not your sister, not your mom. Chris <laughs> is making a real claim. <laughs> I might be able to. And your it. wife is there. <laughs> it, it might slide it, in there, but that's. Oh, you said the wife is there. Yeah, and now, so if, if I'm at a place with my wife and we're eating, one, I don't think she would even allow that. You know, not saying allow, but. It wouldn't even go that far to someone would be fixing my plate because they know who I came with. I'm not like a stranger. Number one, they know I came with somebody. So, and she's the kind of person she's gonna let it be known without let it be known that hey, I'm I'm with this. I mean, I'm with this dude. So, um, and if she wasn't there, then you know I can fix my own plate because unless I'm at a friend's house that I know. You know, like if if I come to your house and you're fixing food, then yeah, it's cool. I, I know you. If you know, for somebody I know, but family. a complete stranger, yeah. yeah, we family. But a complete strange woman that I never met fixing right. my plate, I'm like, mm, I don't know you like that. Number one, two, I don't want to set the wrong tone, and you never know who's watching or whatever. And they're like, did you see Keisha fix her, uh, his plate? Mm, I don't know about that. Is he married? I thought he was married. You know, people started talking and all this stuff talk all over somebody fixing your plate. Like, look, I showed up. I was hungry. She was fixing plates. She made me one. I don't see the big deal. I ate. I kicked it. I left. But fixing the plate has so many different meanings, boy. So many different meanings. Yes, so then I get home. So I heard you let somebody fix you a plate. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because, you know, men, we'll just let it. One, just, it wasn't How do you think other. about it? I was hungry. They was making sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, not women. You know, women. So you're just going to let her fix you a plate, huh? Oh, like, my like, God, just, like, Jesus. Sense, huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Just just have to tread lightly in those situations because, like I said, everybody's perspective may not be your own perspective. I love it. Yeah. If you put it now, in- is that when the plate is being fixed? Isolated. If she's pick, if she's fixing everybody plate, you good. Yeah. She just can't fix. Just get up and fix your plate. Yeah. She. Can, I can't just show up. She's like, oh hey, how you doing? I'll get you a plate. Like, right. I'm good. I'm good. I can get it myself. <laughs> right. 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 If you doing everybody, everybody you good. Okay. Yeah. Don't okay. make it special for me, because now okay. you know I'm feeling some kind of way, and then it's it's always that one person yeah. looking over there like. You say she wasn't fixing my plate. She didn't fix my plate. But see, you gotta be flexible because it could. You gotta be flexible because now if CA showed up at the party and now they're packing up the food and she says, "Hey, you just made it in time. Come over here, let me get you something to eat." Now, see, the context is totally different. Totally different, right? Because I'm cleaning up and you're about to eat. eat. Yeah, I'm gonna get something to eat. Yeah, I just pray as we move towards 2024 that we all go through ego checks and silence our ego so that we can all live happy and harmonious. It is not a big deal if somebody fix your plate. And that's it. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, Isha, because now look at or let's take the man thing and flip it a little bit, right? Because sometimes it could be 
just what happens in your house, right? And if mm -hmm. I don't make the plate, I don't need you interfering with the status quo of what I have, right? So now it's time to leave the party, but I'm having a good time. But my husband said, it's time to go. I need to get my coat and my pocketbook and we need to go. But then Joe Schmo was like, you ain't got to go because I'm going to take you home. Now what's going to happen? Oh my God, Jesus. The problem. He'd be like, who are you? I ain't. I told her we were leaving. I didn't ask you nothing, bro. So <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> How did we get here? Oh my God. Your I the the plate. All over some mac and cheese. She fixed your plate, so guess what? I'm staying here. Now get home. <laughs> we leaving together. Oh man. But that is, I mean, I think that's pretty interesting how something as um as, as simple and basic um from where Isha comes from as fixing a plate can be something completely intimate. Yes. Where I come mm -hmm. from. And you know, as CA understands as being married to someone that comes from the same family I come from. <laughs> now, CA, had you not been married to uh Teresa, was that your perspective of fixing plates before? How were you raised? No, well, you know, if we as a kid, if I was at any function with family, whatever, my mom would always fix my dad's plate. My aunts would fix my uncle's plates or whatever. So, you know, I see it visually, but me growing up, I guess maybe I was just too free spirited. When I started going to places when I was in the military, you know, people invite you over, hey man, I'm having a little something, you want to come by? Cool. I didn't care who was fixing the plate. I'm here. Thanks for inviting me. Pam, Keisha, Vicky, I don't care who fix it. If you fix some plates, let me get one of them. Matter of fact, right. I take two. And it's no big deal, you know. Got it. And I, I and I didn't even see it as, well, she's fixing my plate. Maybe, maybe she's interested in me. Ooh, or maybe maybe she, she gonna give me a little yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Look how she fixing that plate off. Look at that mac and cheese. You see that she gave me a little extra mac and cheese. She gave you the big you know piece of chicken. So, she was thinking something. Look at that extra dash of salt and hot sauce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I got some pound cake. I got some pound, and pound cake. cake. <laughs> and a big slice, too. Big slice, big song. You know what I'm saying? I, I was just happy to get a plate. You know, I right. I never read too much into that. You know, if I'm sitting on the sofa, because I've been in places where you, you, the guy's sitting there having a drink, whatever, doing whatever. And the women might be in the kitchen. They just, hey, I, don't worry, don't get up. I'll get your plate. Cool. And I, you know, I don't think nothing of it. Yeah. Now being married, you know, different views. It always depends on where I'm at as well. If I'm with family or am I somewhere so um I'm solo with some friends with or or with strength. Well, I don't say strangers, but around people that I don't really normally hang around with. And a and a woman wants to fix a plate, you know. So perspective. But that's a good thing to hear is that men. Mm -hmm don't have this big thing around this. This is really a woman's thing. It's a woman thing. It is a woman's thing. And it comes, I hate to say it late, I think it comes from insecurities. Mm -hmm. It comes from raising and women and knowing. Um, I mean, like, two people, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it, definitely a woman thing because men, we could care less one way or another. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Vance be in there. Hey, hey, see, you want to play? Yeah, bro. Hook me up. I can yeah. That. Long as I'm eating. And I think men get to live so much freer than we do. They just get to be free. We always have to be thinking and wondering and figuring out what am I supposed to be doing and can I do this and can I do that? And he on his third plate. <laughs> because Isha, in the grand scheme of it, and I think we touched on this before, men not... <laughs> putting them like saying they're always shady because all men are not shady. But anytime men do things good or bad, bad, let's say bad, it's an expectation that they're going to slip up, right? And it's just okay. a man. It's just who he is, blah, blah, blah. But women are sneaky mm -hmm. and conniving. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yes. Hey. And so in the comfort of my own family, somebody fixing the plate, that's just fixing the plate. Hey, my cousin needs a plate. Boom. But there's some woman out there looking at what you have and she doesn't. And I'm going to go over there and take him a plate. I mean, it happens. It does. It happens. 
It's I mean, sad like, that it happens because we always talk about the sisterhood and the this and the that. But if she was lonely and she was middle-aged and her window is closing and my husband being as great as he is, I know there are women saying, oh my God, he's so fantastic. I just wish. That's just the truth. We all cheat. Men cheat. Women cheat. Humans cheat. It mm. is not anything more on a woman's side than there is on a man's side. But we cannot focus on that all day long and live a life of bondage where I'm always concerned about what he's doing. That diminishes me. That makes me, I, I, I just go down 10 notches because my whole existence is now thinking about what he's going to do. Look, bruh, if a woman, if all she got to do is come in here and sashay and give you a plate and you take it, then guess what? I'm glad that we had our time together, but it is time for me to leave because you are a simple, easily distracted man. I don't Sorry. Concern though. It's not the concern. It's the, you are stepping into my space. It's not even about him. It's about her. But don't you trust him more than that? It's not even about a trust or a cheat. It's like, you're like, and I think Kim said the word intimate. You are doing something intimate, like holding someone's hand or kissing them or something. Like you have, it's my space. Mm. You know, this is my. It's my dinner husband. table. This is, I'm yeah, it's just. my dinner table. Yeah. You just put your feet under my table and I'm not feeling that. So whether he was even thinking that or not. You know what I mean? You need to ask me, hey, I'm over here in here. Do you mind if I? Oh my God. It's this, it's an it's a territorial thing. Oh to me. Okay. Territorial. Because <laughs> all I, I this is not and I get it, Reese. I'm not taking away from you and how you feel. It's um, I'm just speaking for the other women out there who are like me. To me, I just want to live a little bit more free. Um, I don't want to have those kind of constant concerns about my partner. I trust my partner. I trust myself. And I don't think something that simple is going to snatch him away from me. And I don't think that a woman could come in and just take what I have and our partnership and our commitment. So, yeah. and if it, if it did happen, it's nothing I can do to change it. I, yeah, I think the interpretation is getting lost because that's not at all how we feel. That's not, we're not in bondage. We're not worried. You know, we're like, and, and it's just hard to explain if you can't really um, understand where we're coming from and, and how, you know, like, like Risa was saying, that something as intimate as a woman coming up and kissing your man, whereas for you, it's just fixing a plate. But for us, yeah. He, she just kissed him. It's not that he did anything. I'm afraid I'm going to lose him or anything like that. It's just that she just disrespected me by crossing a boundary, a sister code boundary. Um, and that's all that is. It's, you know, so I totally get you. We're not, you know, afraid of losing them. Yeah. Or, you know, you, 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 I'm none fixing of everybody. You're not looking over our shoulder. Everybody plate. Plate. You know? yeah, don't be fixing my kids and oh. my husband no plate. I'm fixing everybody's <laughs> plates when I see you. It's just the same for my kids, though, because when we were growing up, Kim, first thing your mom would say if something before we all started, go make your kids a plate because they're your kids. Yeah, you're responsible for them. Yeah. Mm. Well, y'all can fix the man's plate. Y'all can fix the churn plate. <laughs> fix my plate. Fix the dog plate because I want to sit up right there with C.A. Oh. and Chief. No, because that's your responsibility. <laughs> your kids hungry because you ain't make them no plate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> y'all are the best. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so next week, you guys, um, I think it's our last scheduled guest um, for May before we all start taking vacations again. Uh, and that is bringing back Miss Angelia McVernon. I think I said her name right. I hope so. Mentioned uh, the author that we tried to do before, and the the video and the audio got all messed up. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we're oh, gonna. Oh yeah try it one more time with her <laughs> to get her on film uh on the show and then we take a break because uh you know ca and i'll be gone and then after that reese you'll be gone and then we start reese's summer series yeah is that june i need to get ready i know <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, CA, do we have a status on your cigar show yet? I've been doing some uh, some researching. So you, you thought like, nah, I don't know. But I've been doing some chit chat. I'm working on <laughs> it. I'm working on it. Well, let us know when you're ready because we are ready. Oh. <laughs> Gotcha. All right. You guys, you got anything else for the night shifters before we duck out of here? No. Love you. Please. Exactly. And keep watching. Keep watching. Yeah. I know we keep saying we're going to get rid of these Zooms. I promise we're going we to find time to start doing the whole new thing. Uh, so we'll get that. I'll do that this week. Practice with the new system so we can get mm. some good looking shows out here, especially before we hit the Cigar in the Summer series. Oh, really? yeah. Really? <laughs> All right, night shifters. Have a great night, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. We here at the CAD Podcast, thank you for spending your evening with us. To submit your marital truth letters, be sure to email us at coachkim.com at coachkim.net. To reach out to us with any inquiries, be sure to call 904-323-2155.